Hi there. We're Dr. Luffy and Dr. Leah. You're listening to the Medical and Dental Podcast. Luffy is a medical doctor and Leah is a dentist. We're sisters who are both based in Melbourne. We believe you deserve to understand your mind and body. So in this podcast, we talk all things medical and dental to help you find your way to health and happiness. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome back to the Medical and Dental Podcast. Today, we'll be discussing ovarian cancer. This is episode eight. Firstly, we'd like to thank all of our listeners who have been supporting our podcast lately. We really appreciate your support and all of the feedback we've received. And remember, feel free to request topics via our email, drluffydrleah at gmail.com. You can now find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Podbean. Just search for the Medical and Dental Podcast with Dr. Luffy and Dr. Leah. Now, what we've discovered is that our audience is mostly female. So today, we'll be discussing another women's health topic, ovarian cancer. Ovarian cancer is a global concern. Worldwide, ovarian cancer is the seventh most common cancer in women and the 18th most common cancer overall. In Australia, ovarian cancer is the eighth most common cancer in women. Approximately 300,000 women around the world are diagnosed each year and approximately 180,000 women will die from ovarian cancer each year. In Australia, about 1,400 women are diagnosed with ovarian cancer each year. So here are five facts about ovarian cancer that you should know. Firstly, no woman is protected from ovarian cancer. Factors which may increase your risk include the following. Your age. Ovarian cancer is more commonly diagnosed in women over the age of 50 and in women who have been through menopause. Younger women, however, can also have ovarian cancer. In Australia, the average age at diagnosis is 63. Genetic factors may also increase your risk of ovarian cancer. Certain gene mutations associated with ovarian cancer, such as the BRCA or BRCA gene mutations, may increase your risk of ovarian cancer. Having one or more close relatives diagnosed with ovarian cancer, breast, bowel or uterine cancer may also increase your risk of ovarian cancer. Having Ashkenazi Jewish ancestry may also increase your risk of ovarian cancer. Not having children or having your first child when you are over the age of 35 may also increase your risk of ovarian cancer. Early puberty or late menopause or using estrogen-only hormone replacement therapy or HRT for five years or more may also increase your risk of ovarian cancer. And lastly, lifestyle factors such as smoking and being overweight may also increase your risk of ovarian cancer. Secondly, a cervical screening test, previously called a pap test or pap smear, does not detect ovarian cancer. There are three important points that we would like to make here. Firstly, it's important to know that there are currently no screening tests available for ovarian cancer. Secondly, cervical screening tests, which have replaced the old pap smear or pap test, looks at cervical cancer, not ovarian cancer. 
To find out more about cervical screening tests, have a listen to episode six from our podcast, which discusses the importance of cervical screening. And thirdly, it's important to understand that screening tests are different to diagnostic tests. A screening test looks for a particular disease when a patient does not have any symptoms of the disease. Examples of screening tests include a cervical screening test, a mammogram with breast screen, and the bowel cancer stool kit. These tests assume that you do not have any symptoms of the disease. They screen for the disease, hence they are called screening tests. A diagnostic test, however, is performed when a patient does have symptoms of a disease. They are used to help make a diagnosis. It is therefore important to know that although there is no screening test for ovarian cancer, if you have any symptoms at all which might suggest ovarian cancer, there are tests that your doctor can do to help make a diagnosis. So if you have any concerning symptoms, see your doctor for further advice. Another point to note is that ovarian cancer is often diagnosed at a late stage. In its early stages, ovarian cancer usually has no symptoms. This means that it is typically diagnosed when the cancer is more advanced. Ovarian cancer has a poor prognosis when it is diagnosed late. Another important fact is that ovarian cancer can present with vague symptoms that may be similar to symptoms suggestive of other medical conditions. As ovarian cancer may cause subtle gut-related symptoms such as bloating or a change in bowel movements, your symptoms may initially be attributed to a medical condition of the gastrointestinal system. It is therefore important that you continue to consult with your doctor if your symptoms persist. The women who I have diagnosed with ovarian cancer have not actually presented to me concerned about a lump in the ovary region. They have presented with symptoms such as unexplained weight gain despite trying to lose weight, worsening tiredness, a change in their bowel habits and abdominal bloating. So if you have any concerning symptoms at all, see your doctor for further advice. Being aware of the symptoms may lead to quicker diagnosis and therefore a better chance of survival. When the cancer is confined to the ovary, up to 90% of women are likely to survive for more than five years. When the cancer has spread to the rest of the body, approximately 17% of women are likely to survive five years or more. Because the symptoms of ovarian cancer can be quite vague, by being aware of your symptoms, this may lead to a quicker diagnosis and hence a better prognosis. Common symptoms of ovarian cancer include, but are not limited to, the following. Pressure, pain or discomfort in the abdomen or pelvis. Swollen or bloated abdomen. Loss of appetite or feeling full quickly. Changes in toileting habits, such as constipation, diarrhea, passing urine more often and increased flatulence. Indigestion and nausea. Tiredness unexplained weight loss or weight gain, changes in menstrual pattern or bleeding after menopause, and pain during intercourse. Remember, these symptoms may occur in other conditions and do not necessarily mean you have cancer. However, if these symptoms are new for you and if they are severe or persist for more than a few weeks, please make an appointment to see your doctor to have your symptoms assessed. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that today you learned more about the symptoms of ovarian cancer and what to look out for. Remember, if you have any concerns, see your doctor. And that brings us to the end of episode eight of the Medical and Dental Podcast. Music
Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed episode eight of the Medical and Dental Podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love for you to leave us a review and share and subscribe to stay up to date with our uploads. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast or Podbean. Please stay safe and always remember healthy mind, healthy body. See you next time. To find out more about cervical screening tests, have a listen to episode 6 from our podcast, which discusses the importance of cervical screening.